Let's get ready to study God's Word. Greetings to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit our website, biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to some Bible study resources and all our previous episodes. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into this study. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the privilege of your word we want to thank you for the privilege of Bible study and fellowship. We ask for your Holy Spirit to give us wisdom and understanding and guide us into all truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's devotional is entitled, For Whom Do You Work? For Whom Do You Work? I also debated entitling it, More Than Just Context. The verse for the study is Colossians 3, 23 and 24. And it says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. Colossians 3, 23 and 24. The reason I said that uh, I was thinking of a title that dealt more with context is because context is very important in the scriptures. When you're studying the Word of God, it's important to understand who was writing, to whom, for what purpose, how was it received, what was the intended objective, and not just grab things that are completely isolated. But the Word of God is also such that it is multifaceted. As you go back through your studies, if, you, if you've gone through the whole Bible before, each time that you go through it, you will notice different things depending on where you come across a verse, uh, how much context is with it, what your focus was at the time that you got there, if it's a cross-reference to something else. There are a lot of perspectives. There's so many times where you take a verse that you see in one light, and because of life circumstances, because of an experience, because of a teaching uh, someone's doing a study, etc. They present that same verse from another angle, and you realize, not that your previous angle was wrong, not that that can't happen, but it's not always about you being wrong before and right now. Sometimes you realize there's more than one way to look at this, both of them being right. Okay? We're going to deal with this passage from that perspective. So, the verse says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord, and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. This is from Colossians 3, and the section of Colossians 3, this latter part of Colossians 3, if you look at the context, it starts at verse 18, um, or you could, you could even say 17, Whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. And it says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, as it is fit in the Lord. 
Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men-pleasers, but in singleness of heart fearing God. Okay, and then the sentence continues, because that sentence begins in verse 22. And then it continues, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord, and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. So you could look at it as uh, Colossians 3.17, giving you some general instruction. Right? Whatever you do, do it to the name of the Lord Jesus. And then uh, giving thanks to God, also important. Then we get into some home management issues. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands. Husbands, love your wives. Children, obey your parents. Fathers, provoke not your children. Servants, obey in all things. Your masters according to the flesh. Okay. But verse 22, in the context, strictly from a contextual standpoint, verse 22 is tied more closely to 23. You know, you could look at 23 as a general statement, but it, in fact, there's a single sentence that spans verses 22, 23, and 24. And um, we, we often read 23 and 24 independently, just like we read 17, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all to the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, the new context in which this verse came to my mind, um, I had come across Colossians 3.23 as a devotional verse by itself, 23 and 24. And separately, during that same day, I was just contemplating uh, the work of ministry right? Stu Bible studies, prayer, uh, working with folks. And there are days where it's just, there's a lot of a burden that comes with that. And I want to encourage you, I mean, you should do this anyway, from a health perspective, but especially if you're doing any kind of ministry, whatever ministry it is, make sure you get enough sleep. Sleep deprivation is not good. <laughs> it's not good when, when, ministry work is involved. There's just sleep deprivation easily facilitates depression, worry, anxiety. A lot of these other negative things come about when you're not at your, your best physically. And it's not as though we're not open to spiritual attacks on top of it. Okay. So I was thinking just you know, you work with different people, you pray with different people, you minister with different people, and there seems to be no progress. And there seems to be regression. And there seems to be chaos. And sometimes it's discouraging. And I know this isn't, you know, I'm not doing this for myself in the sense that it doesn't make me better or worse because I'm doing the work or not doing the work. Um... So it's not a reputational kind of a concern, right? But bearing spiritual burdens is not easy. It, it isn't, right? 
And that's why there's so many promises associated with it. And this verse came to mind. And when it came to mind, it came at it, it came from a different perspective than I usually think of this verse. Typically, when I read this verse, the emphasis is do your work as though God is looking at you. Don't be, um, don't be taking shortcuts. Don't be doing shoddy work, right? Be diligent, be professional, be, because God is looking at you. Do it heartily as to the Lord. And not unto men, right? Men can't see you all the time, but do it as unto the Lord. He's watching. And that's typically the, the angle in which this verse has been presented in my, in my opinion, in my recollection. And that's how I'd normally thought about it. But for whatever reason, the mercies of God, during the time that I was, you know, ruminating on all these interesting thoughts, this verse came to mind, right? I'd had it for the devotion, and now this verse comes to mind, and it comes to mind from a different perspective, slightly different perspective. And now the verse comes to me as God is paying attention and will reward you. Don't worry about how people are reacting to it. And I thought, Okay, that's a that's another way to look at it, right? Do the work heartily. Be encouraged because you're doing the work in the Lord. And God is watching and God knows. And it doesn't matter how other people feel, whether they are accepting, whether they are cooperating, whether they're bad talking. It doesn't matter what any man is doing because God is paying attention. You're in service to God and he knows what you're doing. And so he will strengthen you. He will uphold you. He will take care of you. Don't worry about how other people see it, including the people you're working on behalf of. And it was such an awesome encouragement. Now, back to the discussion about context. Context is important. And I'm going to emphasize that almost every time that we have a presentation or every time an opportunity arises. But context is not the end-all, be-all of Bible study. It's just important, okay? It's not the only way to look at things. You absolutely should not look at things that way only. If you do, you're going to have a lot of trouble because some of the things that Jesus said don't appear to be contextual when he makes certain quotes in the scripture. And that is to help us understand that context provides one aspect of learning, but there are other messages in God's word using the same words that are intended to convey something different. And I, and I had, I came away from that event with a better appreciation for how God's word works. And I came away from that event, you know, refreshed and strengthened, recognizing not just the God is watching you, so you better make sure you're on point angle of the verse, which is true, right? God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. So it's true. It's a fact. But also, remember, you're doing the work for God. He's the only person who you have to be concerned about in terms of his judgment, how he feels about it, 
how he feels about the work is important. How anyone else feels about the work is less important if it's important at all. And, um, you know, you don't want to take an extreme, you don't want to be too extreme with that perspective. You don't want to say, hey, the Lord has commissioned me to do this. I don't care what anybody thinks. That's not what I'm saying. But when the work is foreboding, especially at those times where the work appears foreboding or the burden feels heavy or there's discouragement or there's anxiety, we can rest assured, we can rest assured that we're doing this work on behalf of the Lord and he is watching and he will sustain and he will strengthen and he will direct and we don't have to feel as though, is this even worth it? Because knowing that of the Lord, we shall receive the reward of the inheritance. Right? And this isn't, we're not turning this into a merit-based thing. We're looking more at the fact that there is comfort and there is a promise that God is looking. So if we have a complaint, if we are stressed about the work, the burden, the labor, we need to speak to God about it, All right? And he, he knows, he remembers, he provides. He's always there. For whom do you work? Make sure you're working for the Lord. Because if you're working for yourself, then those stressful moments, those pressure moments, those anxious moments, those moments where things are dark and fuzzy, they're going to be hard to deal with. Because you're not going to have anyone to turn to. Certainly not anyone who can do anything for you. But if you're working for the Lord, then you can turn to him for guidance, for direction, for strength, for purpose, for encouragement. It's not every day that we deliberately read only a portion of a sentence in the word of God. But sometimes it's enough to get the point across that we need without violating the overall understanding of the scripture. Colossians 3, 23 and 24 says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for everything that's contained in it, we thank you for your Holy Spirit pointing things to us from a different angle, a different perspective, and helping us to gain encouragement and strength when it is most needed. Help us to remember that we're working for you and help us to uh, pay attention to the fact that we are working for you, to listen to your guidance and instruction and to move in accordance with your will. Bless us, keep us, and be with everyone in the hearing of my voice, and may everything be done to your name's honor and glory, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can find Rightly Divide the Word of Truth on Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you normally obtain your podcasts. And be sure to check out the True Wisdom podcast, which I co-host with my brother. Please feel free to contact us via email at BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com. Whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns, we look forward to hearing from you. If you're being blessed by these podcast channels, 
Please take the time to share our page with others and always keep our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study His Word. Thank you.